Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So there's a couple ways to look at where we are right now. Number one, you can look at it as let's get ready to rumble, right? Because there clearly seems to be a divide in the Republican Party about the pathway forward. Is the pathway involve Ron DeSantis or does it involve Donald Trump? There's also a let's get ready to rumble internally. Many are now calling for the head of the RNC, Ronald McDowell, to step down and resign. Also, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell saying it is their fault that they didn't put real money behind certain candidates that maybe they wanted to lose on purpose because they were too close to Donald Trump. That is part number two on this one. Now, then there's another part. Joe Biden may be here to stay because of the election results that happened. Joe Biden saying in his press conference, which sounded more like a victory speech than a disappointment, even though it looks like Republicans will have control of the House uh, and uh, the Senate is going to be extremely tight. We're headed for a runoff in Georgia. The president now making it clear, I'm not going anywhere. It'll be a family decision, but my intention is to run again. Take a listen. Thank you, sir. Uh, how do you t- interpret last night's results in terms of deciding whether you want to seek another term? Does, is it now more likely that you will run? And what's going to be your timeline for consideration? Well, first of all, Jill and I have, and by the way, it's my wife, Jill, um, uh, um, who's held a lot more popular than I am in the Democratic Party, too. But at any rate, um, all kidding aside, uh, our, our intention is to run again. That's been our intention, regardless of what the outcome of this election was. Um, And uh, the fact that we won, we, I didn't run, the fact that the Democratic Party outperformed anything anyone expected and did better than any uh, off-year presidency since John Kennedy is one that gives everybody like, whew, sigh of relief that the mega Republicans are not taking over the government again, et cetera. And uh, so uh, my judgment of running when I announce, if I, my intention is that I run again, 
but I'm a great respecter of fate, and uh, this is ultimately a family decision. I think everybody wants me to run, but they're going, we're going to have discussions about it. And I don't feel in any, any hurry one way or another what, to, to, to make that judgment what, today, tomorrow, whenever, no, no matter what the, 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 my predecessor does. Next year, or what's your, well, what's your I, I, thinking? My guess is, I hope Jill and I get a little time to actually sneak away for a week around between Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> and my guess is it'd be early next year we make that judgment. But it, it's my plan to do it now. I mean, but, you know, okay. Uh. So there is Joe Biden. My intentions that I run again, this is ultimately a family decision. I think everybody, quote, wants me to run. Now, is that a blessing or a curse? Let's dive into that for a moment. I personally think it's a huge gift if Joe Biden runs for president. In a normal world, I would say it's a huge gift. I'll be honest with you right now. I have no idea in hell if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Now, why I say that? Because we're clearly not living in normal times. If you don't believe me, look at Fetterman. People in the Democratic Party are so dug in that they are willing to vote for someone that is clearly incapacitated more than Joe Biden is and actually give an insane amount of money to him and get him elected in Pennsylvania. That's why I say in normal times, I would think that Joe Biden would be an easy guy to beat. Now, I have no idea because the Democratic Party just wants to get someone elected regardless of what they do to the country as long as that means that they regain power, that they keep their power. Now, Joe Biden is also lying in his press conference about where we are as a country and our economy. And the Democratic Party, I'm sure, is thrilled to hear him say this, and the media is going to protect him. This also sounds like a campaign for 2024 setup. When he was talking about a recession, please, there's a recession. So there's a lot of things we can do to affect the things that people need on a monthly basis to reduce their inflation their cost of living and and so but i am optimistic because we continue to grow and at a rational pace we are not anywhere near a recession right now in terms of the growth but i think we can have what the most economists call a soft landing i'm convinced that we're going to be able to gradually bring down prices so that they in fact end up with us not having to move into recession to be able to get control of inflation yeah, so there you go. No, no problem there, right? We'll just lie and say we're not, we're nowhere near a recession. That's how he said it. He also said we're going to quote restore the soul of the country, and it's starting to happen. So that's the opening line for vote for me. I'll restore the soul of the country. So I'm not going to change the direction. I said I ran for three reasons. I'm going to continue to stay where I am. And I know, I fully understand the legitimate concern that what I'm saying is wrong. Okay. One is that I said we're going to restore the soul of the country, begin to treat each other with decency, honor, and integrity. And it's starting to happen. People are, the, 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 the conversations are becoming more normal, becoming more, more how can I say it, uh, um, decent. Second thing I, I... I love how he says we're going to make things decent. This is the same guy that said that the Republican Party was filled with domestic terrorists. Right. This is the guy that has been lying to you since day one. This is a guy telling you the economy's fine since day one. It's the guy that's been telling you that oil and gas prices were actually higher 
at five dollars a gallon when he became president than what they are today, which is also a lie. And then he says, we're going to restore the soul of the country and it's starting to happen. What have you been doing the last two years then is my question. Now, Biden to reporters, he said, I've been given a list of 10 people that, I, that I'm supposed to call on. And you're all supposed to ask me one question. So clearly, if you think he's, you know, got, you know, some sort of lifeline to, you know, going back, turning back the clock to his youth, you'd be wrong. He's still clearly being controlled by those in the White House who, I guess, are running this country that have been elected by no one. We just need to remember who the hell we are. We're the United States of America. The United States of America is nothing beyond our capacity. And I'm pretty well convinced that we're going to be able to get a lot done. Now, I've been given a list of 10 people that I'm supposed to call on. And you're all supposed to ask me one question, but I'm sure you'll ask me more. And uh, so let me start off with a list I've been given. Um, uh, Zeke Miller, Associated Press. I mean, it's amazing. I got a list of people I'm supposed to call on. Here's my list of 10 handpicked people. You got one question each. Now, there is uh, a, a civil war that is taking place within the Republican Party right now. OK, no, there, there, there's no doubt that this is happening. You need to understand what that means. The RNC chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, uh, said the wave, the wave did happen because we are waving goodbye to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Now, this is a legitimate line. But I think we can all agree that the Republicans did not have anywhere close to the night that we should have had with an incompetent president, a horrific economy and gas prices through the room and crime through the roof. We should have had much bigger gains. The RNC defending their actions uh, and their campaign strategy and the chairman saying this. Last night, let, let's take a look at the right direction, wrong direction, Fox News voter analysis. Seventy five percent said that the country was headed in the wrong in the wrong direction. So I, you might have seen Mark Thiessen last night talking about that. And, and he essentially was saying that, you know, when you have a number like this, the GOP, needed to offer a, a more viable alternative and candidates that could back that up in bigger numbers. You know, I mean, there was discussion that this was going to be a red wave, you know, for every text that I got today that said, you know, I thought there was a red wave coming um, and you're telling them that they won the Super Bowl. They might want to know. They might want to hear more than that, Rana. Listen, I, I we never used the word red wave at the RNC because we knew the map had shrunk. There were less competitive seats because of redistricting, and we picked up 14 in 2020, and everybody forgets that. But Republican governors were overwhelmingly reelected last night because of what they did in the pandemic, because we did have a message. We kept our schools open. We kept our economies humming. And from Florida to Ohio to Iowa, across the board, we didn't lose a single Republican governorship. And the wave did happen because we are waving goodbye to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Getting rid of Nancy Pelosi, that is a success. But when you go back to the sentiment of voters and how um, frustrated they were with the direction of the country and you don't do more than what just happened and you don't pick up more seats than what we just said and the fact that we're having a conversation right now about who controls the Senate and we still haven't, quote, officially called the House yet, that is shocking. Even Joe Biden on the midterm said it was a good day, I think, for democracy. Translation, it was a really good day for the Socialists and the Democratic Party. We didn't give up near what we thought we were. Good afternoon. Well, we had an election yesterday. And uh, it was a good day, I think, for democracy. And I think it was a good day for America. 
excuse me, I have a little horse. Our democracy has been tested in recent years, but uh, with their votes, uh, the American people have spoken and proven once again that democracy is who we are. The states across the country uh, saw record voter turnout and the heart and soul of our democracy, the voters, the poll workers, the election officials, uh, they uh, did their job uh, and they fulfilled their duty. And apparently without much uh, interference at all, without any interference, it looks like. And that's a testament, I think, to the American people. While we don't know all the results yet, at least I don't know them all yet, uh, here's what we do know. While the press and the pundits are predicting a giant red wave, uh, it didn't happen. And I know you were somewhat miffed by my, uh, my uh, obsessive optimism, but uh, I felt good during the whole process. I thought we were going to do fine. While any seat lost is painful, some good Democrats didn't win the last night. Democrats had a strong night. Democrats had a strong night. When the president of the United States of America comes out there and puts it that way, that tells you how much we bungle these midterms. I'm honest. I'm not a cheerleader. I will always give you an honest assessment for this exact reason. But before I get into that part of the story, I want to tell you a little bit about my good friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you are ready to have an impact every time that you use your phone, and I'm talking about have an impact by supporting First and Second Amendment rights, supporting the rights of the unborn, and fighting back every time you make a phone call, you need to know about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian mobile phone provider. And they are using your phone bill when you pay it every month to actually fight for conservative causes while saving you money. Now, this isn't any extra add-on to your bill. They take a portion of your bill every month and they give it back to fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has now been attacked by the big media. Big tech is now coming after them, and that's why I want you to support them. If you want an affordable plan and you want to get the same great coverage you have right now, switch to Patriot Mobile. You're going to save money, and they use the same exact towers you're using right now. It's an affordable plan for you and your family or even your business or small business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the same towers. If you haven't found out about Patriot Mobile, check them out. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call them 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. 972-PATRIOT. Check them out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The data that we're getting for the midterms also tells a very interesting picture. Women actually saved the Democratic Party uh, in these midterms. The numbers that we're seeing now are showing that women 100% saved John Fetterman. Uh, Women are the ones that put Georgia into a uh, runoff. Women are the ones that broke for many of the liberal socialist candidates. Was it the issue of Roe v. Wade? Where it's too soon to tell. We don't know if that was the main issue. But women did save the Democratic Party. They did not leave in as big as numbers as men did and also as minorities in many races. Take a listen. But I will start with, with you, Jim. Uh, it's not a knock on Obama to recall those headwinds, the Tea Party, all of that. As we await this president's remarks, what do you think of how this early indication stacks up against past losses for for incumbents? Way better than expected. I was just on a call just now with the largest donors in the Democratic Party, and to say there was a sense of relief and and surprise, yes, we're going to lose the House, although very, very close, and a bunch of races are outstanding. History matters here. The President's party in the last 40 years has lost an average of 28 House seats and four Senate seats. Democrats are just overperforming, and once again, it's women who saved us. The abortion issue... Uh, and the, the democracy issue both combined. If you look at some of the exit polling and you look at why we did so much better than expected, as you and I have discussed many times, the polls were wrong again for the fourth cycle. And the reason why they were wrong is they underestimated Democratic enthusiasm in some of these key races, especially in the Midwest. Women uh, voted for Democrats in much larger numbers. Now, There is a aspect of this, and I'm going to guess because we still don't have all the data. Heck, we don't even know who's going to win, apparently, in Arizona until Friday, they're now saying. Uh, They they did an interview earlier today talking about all of the problems they had in Arizona. And now the Maricopa County Supervisor is saying, we anticipate 95 to 99% of the votes will be counted in Maricopa County by the end of the day on Friday. So we're not even going to have data Uh, necessarily on on all the women until after Friday into the weekend. My guess is that Democrats had a silver bullet in this election. Democrats have certain issues that really rally their base. They are issues like abortion. Roe v. Wade rallied women to the Democratic Party. And you combine that with running some bad candidates like Dr. Oz on the Republican side, that it was easy for them to say, I don't like him. And they said, all right, we'll break for a guy like Fetterman, who is an incompetent individual, because that's how much they care about power, right? And feminists and women's rights. I mean, that's big, 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 big for them. I mean, if you want to know, by the way, how delusional the Democrats are, they were actually last night on MSNBC on election night floating the idea of John Fetterman is a potential nominee for the presidency. Listen. I spent a lot of time covering this race and with Pennsylvania politics going back hmm, some decades because <laughs> I started my career there. But the fact that John Fetterman did, first of all, so much better with white, non-college educated voters, better than Biden, better than Trump. So he ran ahead of both of them. But he also, you know, did fairly well in the cities and in the collar counties. And I attribute that partly to the extremism at the top of the ticket in Pennsylvania with Mastriano. 
um, Dr. Oz's comments on abortion, mm -hmm. which was part of that debate that perhaps did not get as much attention, it got attention from the professionals, but not from a lot of the media, because that really was as big a, a deal coming out of that debate as Fetterman's performance. I also think he ran everywhere in the state, uh, which is a lesson for Democrats. He left no stone unturned, and he ran as exactly who he is. I mean, I have no doubt that if John Fetterman were sitting here, if he were in a bar, if he were with his family in a restaurant, he'd be exactly the same person. And voters completely see through that. So that is also a lesson uh, for Democrats, too. This is, a, this is a guy, you know who he is, you know what you're getting, and that ultimately matters in politics. Fetterman, as a nominee at some point for president, um, um, I know there's some variables, obviously, <laughs> but just a, few. just a few. But I just, you know, it, it, what he did in the in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania, and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump. I mean, it just makes it makes you wonder about his future. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. They're actually sitting there saying Fetterman is a nominee at some point could be the president, and this just tells you how the Democratic Party, and I got to give them credit, has completely solidified behind socialism. Okay, he is a hardcore socialist. He's a guy that says he is a, he's a, he is a proud man. Okay, he is a proud man. I want to make this very, very, very clear. Uh, to let murderers out of prison, he is proud to say that he's paroled murderers. These are what socialists do. They undermine your, your, your country. They undermine the rule of law. They allow for anarchy to be created. They then seize power through that anarchy, just like we saw with COVID lockdowns. And now they're sitting there on set at MSNBC saying, look, you, you, you obviously have to now really talk about John Fetterman's future as a candidate for the United States of America for the president. And, and, and before last night, I would have said that well, that'll never happen, right? Of course that won't happen. This guy can't, this guy puts together sentences that no one can understand. This is a guy that says, I, I'm in favor of fracking, I'm against fracking, and then I'm in favor of fracking all, it, it, virtually exactly how I just said it. This is a guy that starts the debate by saying goodnight. And now they're sitting there, well, you got to have a legitimate conversation about the future of the Democratic Party and, and John Fetterman leading it as a presidential candidate. But before I get to that, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. If you've been looking at your financial portfolio and what's happening on Wall Street and you're terrified to open that envelope that comes in the mail with your fi financial statement, it is time for you to call Legacy Precious Metals. And make sure that you're diversified. You've been seeing what the market's doing. It's insane. Up 1,000 points, down 1,000 points, down 800, down another 1,000, down another 500. It is brutal what's happening in our economy right now. And that is exactly why many are investing in gold and silver. Now, I've been doing this now for, when I say literally decades, decades. Why? Because when there's a really bad day on Wall Street, I know I'm diversified. When we see the trends that are happening right now, I know that I am diversified. So I don't have to worry because I have a financial portfolio that is not all eggs in one basket with Wall Street. If you've never looked at precious metals, call Legacy right now and get their free investor's guide. Their number, 866 473 6204. That's 866 473 6204. There's a reason why Newt Gingrich, Trish Regan, Larry Kudlow, and many others, just like myself, 
trust Legacy Precious Metals. Go online to LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If there's anything that you take away from these midterms is that the Democrats will overlook any corruption, right? Any corruption. Hunter Biden, James Biden, Joe Biden don't care. They will overlook and actually use killing of children through abortion at any point in a child's life as a rallying cry to actually get feminists to vote for them. They will elect... Uh, transgendered lawmakers into office. That just happened. I don't know if you know this, but Minnesota, just to break the trans ceiling, elected their first transgendered state lawmaker. A dude dressed like a chick is now the, the first transgendered state lawmaker to be elected in Minnesota. And this is like their new darling. And I'm waiting for them to say on TV next, well, you know, maybe, hey, Maybe this transgendered uh, chick that's a dude or dude that's a chick, whatever the hell it is, has got a chance in the White House. Minnesota voters elected the first state's transgendered state lawmaker into office, making history. The Democratic candidate, Lee Fink, it's a dude with red pink hair looking like a chick, got uh, 81% of the vote in District 66A. In the Minnesota House of Representatives, the district is located on the northeast of Minneapolis, Minnesota, has a population of about 41,000. The dude dressed like a chick's opponent, Trace Johnson, only received 18.5% of the vote. Wow. So there you go. They're just, they don't care. I mean, this is just, you know, and the LGBTQI Democratic Party and women, by the way, overwhelmingly voted for this dude acting like a chick. So if you think the Democratic Party is weak, they're not. They are tribal. They are, they are in a cult, right? This is, this is a cult. And if you tell them to mask up, this cult will do it. And they'll tell you you're trying to kill them if you don't. If you tell this cult to shut down their business, they will do it. And if you fight back, they'll say you're trying to kill them. If you look at this cult, and that's what the Socialist Democratic Party is, it's very clear from these election results that your kid needs to lose two years of their education because of COVID, right? Even though the private schools are doing the whole time and there's no problems, they will shut down and ruin children's lives and ruin high school kids' lives and their high school experience and their senior years. They will do it. They will ruin college. They will do it because they are a cult. 
There is nothing, I think, now that from what I'm learning, because you have to learn from elections when you lose, right? When, when you lose the way that we lost, and yes, we won, okay? We got rid of Nancy Pelosi, but the Senate's still up in the air. And this should have been a much bigger red wave. This should, this should have been a much bigger red wave with all of the issues. And, 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 and you have to understand now, the takeaway is the Democratic Party will elect people that are dead. They actually did that last night as well. They elected a dead guy. They will elect a dude dressed like a chick. They will elect a guy that's incapacitated in Fetterman. All to get all in a cult-like fashion for power. CNBC, by the way, came out today and said one of the big issues with younger voters was that student debt loan forgiveness. You want to know what you're really paying for? Because this will be your tax dollars. Okay, your tax dollars are going to go to pay off student loans of people that should pay them themselves. You want to know what they're going to do with that money? They're planning on spending it, dining out and on travel. That's what you're paying for. Let's turn now to our CNBC Money Minute. Recipients of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan could see their monthly payments drop up to $300 a month in the coming weeks. But get this, 73% say they actually plan to spend that extra cash on travel and dining out. And joining us now is CNBC Tech Check co-anchor Deirdre Bosa. So Deirdre, why are people more inclined to spend the money they're saving on non-essentials instead of paying off their bills? I think we may know the answer. Well, that, that could be, according to one survey, but, it, you know, it could be easy as well for some people to enjoy traveling and eating out rather than worrying about the future. One financial coach tells CNBC.com that you should not use the loan forgiveness only for long-term goals. Your short-term self may get frustrated and give up on planning ahead altogether. So instead, they say, make sure your regular bills are paid, check in on your goals, and try to achieve a balance that also lets you invest in your future self. That, I mean, that's what you just paid off. Billions and billions of dollars in student loan debt so that people can take a break from their lives, eat out at nicer restaurants, and travel. You notice one thing that was very, very, very clearly omitted from that conversation? Uh, people, you know, doubling down on their student loan payments, really trying to get out from under that debt, right, with this much coming off the bottom line, you'd think that there would be people that would be responsible. No, why the hell would we do that? We're not going to do that. We would never waste our time doing that. That's something that we don't do. Right? We, we, we don't do that. This is the Democratic Party. We buy votes, check. We vote for dead people, literally and elect dead people, check. We, we make history by voting a dude dressed like a chick into, into, the, into the state representatives in Minnesota. Check. We elect a guy that can't put coherent sentences together to incapacitated just to keep our power. Check. They're no longer a party. They are a cult. We will use children and murdering those kids as a rallying cry to get women to show up and vote. Check. You understand how this is really not different than a cult. We're going to mask your kids, ruin their lives. Whatever you want to do, we're on board. That is the Democratic Party. Check, check, and check. There is nothing now that this Democratic Party won't stand for and won't do to gain power, 
to move uh, forward with anything that they desperately want or need. Dr. Fauci is their God. Joe Biden is their elderly leader. AOC is the organizer. And this is the cult of the Democratic Party where they're now actually talking about a real bright future that you have to talk about with John Fetterman, right? A guy that's incapacitated. They're now saying, well, you have to talk about his future. You have to talk about the presidency and if he runs because what he did was so magical. Now, there's another part about this with the Republican Party. What do we do now? Um, we've got to figure out uh, do we want a grand debate for the presidential election do we want a DeSantis Trump primary and other people will jump in right because we made some big mistakes on election night running people like Dr. Oz we've got this runoff between Warnock and Herschel Walker uh, in Georgia and that's going to need and that's going to be one of those issues of control of the house or excuse me, control of the Senate is going to be a very important issue there. People are going to have to donate. People are going to have to get involved. We're not going to be able to take a breath because that could turn that could literally turn the country one way or the other. Uh, and it's going to be something that Democrats are going to go all in on. Republicans better get ready to give, because if you don't, I'm telling you right now, we are screwed. We have to get involved in that one, and we've got to do it right now. I know there's a lot of people that get fatigue after elections. No, Democrats will show up. Okay, know that, understand that. Democrats are not going to go away. Know that and understand that. Democrats are going to show up in massive numbers and they are going to campaign for Warnock and they are going to fundraise for Warnock and they are going to try to make sure that he gets elected. And we're going to have to get on the other side and we're going to have to give money and we're going to have to organize and we're going to have to try to get Herschel Walker across that finish line because that runoff is a reality. It should have never happened, but that's where we are. We're going to have to wait and see what happens in uh, Arizona. They are now saying, as I, as I mentioned earlier, that it's Friday, for goodness sakes, when we may get some numbers, may get some numbers. I, I think that is a total insanity of what happened out there with their machines not working. I, 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 I believe that there's no way that was uh, just totally, completely accidental. That's my opinion. But we're going to have to really hunker down there as well. And if there's anything to hang your hat on, yes, Nancy Pelosi is gone. She is no longer going to be the Speaker of the House. And Florida, we can learn from Florida. Florida got it right. They went all in the way you're supposed to in an election. And Florida is a model that every state should look at for voter integrity laws and for how to govern and how to stand up to this cult, which is now the Democratic Party. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media. While the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.